Hello, everybody. It's Christmas Kitty. It's almost the end of the first day of February, and I'll tell you how far down the rabbit hole I am. Um, I thought yesterday was February 1st, and today was February 2nd, and actually put out videos on Clapper and put them up on TikTok to realize, hey, today is February 1st. That is kind of how my life has been that I don't even know the dates anymore. And I wasn't going to make this tonight. And again, it was that conviction from God based on things that happened today. And he's telling me to put this out there because I'm assuming there's somebody that's hearing this because I know I get people that pass this along and on their own platforms, even they'll take the link and share it. And you're welcome to do that. Um, it's not just here at Anchor FM. Um, and this podcast is 1984-1776. I started off as a very political, and now I've really moved into a spiritual because everything that we're seeing in the world around us is played out on a parallel spiritual realm. 1984 is the opposition because I think of that as a devil, and 1776 is that freedom that comes from Jesus Christ and God. And the stripping of a way of our constitutional rights, everything that's happening in this country is... A spiritual battle and today I reported on Clapper that Illinois sheriffs um, are starting to back down one made a video actually and I saw a couple different takes on this video um, he looked like he was reading cue cards and did not look very comfortable but basically he was saying that as ABC News reported when he found out they were not going to house the house to confiscate weapons he will now uphold and enforce the quote-unquote assault rifle ban in Illinois. And other sheriffs, I guess, now are taking his lead. Um, I believe there's maybe coercion involved. I believe something's going on. But again, everyone is blind and no one knows what's going on in the country because they're just obsessed with little tiny things. And it does not matter. The bigger picture is none of this would make a difference if people had conviction but convictions only come from God. And I said this many times, if you're living in a state and the politics there are against the constitution, my question is why are you there? Oh, you're worshiping mammon. Now I want to tell you something. I've been studying with somebody. I talked about him. Um, he was in the cult, got saved, grew up Catholic, very interesting gentleman. I'm going to pray that he actually talks to me on this but he sent me information today. There was actually a um, demon in the Keys of Solomon. And that is something you want to look up. It's from the Jewish um, mystical writings. And your Solomon um, goes back to the Old Testament. Well, he, in the Keys of Solomon, the Great and Lesser Keys, he talks to all these different demons. Well, Mammon was one of the demons. And he was a demon of sending people to their doom through money. Very interesting, that same translation. You can't love God or mammon. And no one really knows that mammon was a demon. And just like he told me, I'm going to give you information. You can read my writings. He's a, you know, actually he's a PhD. He's a brilliant gentleman, travels, lectures. I was happy I met him through a Bible study. Um, and I do follow him. Now, what I tell people is about YouTube is they do um, censor everything. Tonight, my misinformation feed popped up. A lot of people that are putting things out are being censored. You can't even find their videos. Um, 
And a lot of people just are getting off of social media. Why? Because it's a devil's playground. I'm going to talk about that tonight. Why God really does isolate, I believe, his chosen. And that's one of the reasons this gentleman does not really talk very much on things. He does not want to be associated with people. Um, I was fortunate that I did hear him talk at a kind of Bible study lecture about the Apocrypha. Someone invited him and it was in his hometown. I want to say that... um, all the people even on YouTube, the supposed conservative influencers, you know, all these different preppers, they're in it for the money. If they paid advertising, they're getting paid. They have been spewing the same scare tactics for years. The bottom line is, it's a spiritual battle. If these sheriffs truly supported the Second Amendment, they would not back down. You don't go back on your convictions for any reason. That is a biblical value, and that has, you can tell when somebody has that spirit of God or not. If you believe in something and then you say, oh, I don't anymore because I can rationalize in this way, there you go. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out in Illinois. A judge tonight also just ruled on New Jersey, some of their concealed carry laws. The problem is, well, as the judges as in New Jersey, um, this has happened before. They have said this is unconstitutional, you can't do this, and the states just pretty much ignore the rulings or they do things to get around them through agencies. The ATF is not a lawmaking agency. It is not one of the three branches of government. It has no power, no authority. But the people, you, everyone listening to me that has no conviction and hasn't had any conviction, and every generation... We just go along with what we know. But when people realize it, like we're seeing now, this is where the apostasy is in this country. People see it, but they won't do anything about it. And I've said this a million times. You could have a revolution and never fire a shot. All you got to do is shut down the economy. Think I'm joking? Nobody goes to work. There's no doctors and no hospitals. There's no one working the roads. Shut the economy down until things change. It will change. It's happened in other countries. Now, a lot of times, economic protests do lead to shots fired. Sometimes it is necessary. When you look at history, the problem is when you look at history, it's when you, we've gone back to paganism. Now, I'm going to tell you something. The reason the demonology and the notion of real spiritual warfare and demons was left out of Christianity is because the early Christian fathers wanted to distance themselves from the pagan religions, the Mesopotamian religions, the Sumerian religions, the Egyptians. They wanted to distance themselves even from Judaism. So they demonized, like that word demonized, um, all the demonic pretty much saying, we're not going to talk about it, we're not going to believe it. Now the Catholic Church did keep exorcisms and the de- certain parts of it, just like the Anglican Church, Ethiopian Church, um, the Orthodox Churches, but not here in America and most places. What is even more fascinating about that is they were so scared to be linked to anything pagan, they actually became pagan by worshiping false holidays like Christmas and Easter and so forth. And yet, this is where, you know, and yet, what? 
they don't want to put out there that what the real spiritual realm is because it would scare people. Well, even in Judaism, that's been removed because, yeah, people today could not handle it because we have science. And guess who's controlling science, though? Yes, these demonic fallen entities. But it's irrelevant. There are people today that do study demonology and the occult that practice it. Um, the gentleman, I'm going to call him Michael, he goes into great detail in one of his own podcasts that you can subscribe to. Um, I listened to one of them that he put out through his ministry. And again, because that is also a college professor, this is not a public necessarily it's put out through pseudonyms and things like that. But what's fascinating, he talks about when he got into the occult because of the belief in exorcism and everything, it spirals. So people will start off, and I've done it. I've read tarot cards. I've read um, the oracle cards. I got into a little bit of that, but I didn't, I didn't see anything to it. But I never cast spells. I saw some magic stuff. I saw the, you know, people dancing in the woods. I saw pay it never made sense because I never got into it deep enough. But he, he talks about when you really get into it, the deities that they worship line up with the deities from the Keys of Solomon, which line up with even older. Most people don't know that Adam, in some writings, and Jewish writings, had three wives. I knew about Lilith. I didn't know about the Lilim, which were offsprings of her and another demon there's so much written that is hidden but if people want to look for it they can how does that relate to today's society everything out there is fake fake it is if you are a believer you have to isolate yourself because otherwise you'll be having you'll have to compromise and that is the ultimate. If you deny Christ, to me, when you deny what you believe in, to go worship the God called the government or mammon, you have now denied, or maybe you never had that relationship with Jesus Christ. Maybe that's the difference, but it's more than that, because we know there were people that fought in the Revolutionary War, World War II, all that were not Christians. But they embraced, there was an embracing of Judeo-Christian ethics, even by people that were not. But the tide turned, and it was no longer the Ten Commandments. Even if you were not a Christian, it was accepted. Now it's the opposite. I want to tell you about what happened today and how why, you know, I talked about this over and over again. I've researched this why in the end times and why in the Bible God takes his chosen, takes the people he's trying to talk to, and literally isolates them. I'm not a fan of Facebook. I have started an art business making candles and other kinds of glass and wax art. I've never done anything like this really in my life before. Um, there was a time where a couple years ago I was with somebody and we made some things, but I never did it on my own. And I don't even know how this started. I've never really been, I love art, but I'm not, I can't draw. 
I've never made a sculpture in my life. I collect broken glass on the side of the road and I was just going to put it in some jars. And then I started pouring wax. I've never done anything like this in my life. And I just, God just kept telling me what to do. I started mixing different things together and making different kinds of waxes and I, it's out of control. Meanwhile, my real businesses have been steady, but there's really not a lot of work, but my bills get paid. And he keeps telling me to do this and to do these craft shows and organize them. The first couple times I tried to figure out how to organize something, nothing has worked out. And I became, I, I got very discouraged. We talked to some people in the community, other businesses, nobody was interested. And then there were a couple craft fairs coming up and I really got excited about doing them. Of course, you need inventory and things like that. But I felt God is telling me to do this. I keep saying to him, I don't understand what you want me to do. God, you're having me make all these different pieces, candles and art and all this stuff in my spare time. I'm running out of room in my little studio. You know, I have a little studio attached to my business that I kind of converted part of my other business to this. I'm going to run out of space. Where am I supposed to sell this at? I'm hitting brick wall. You know, a lot of these craft fairs I looked at, they're either not close. They're very expensive to go to. I really could use some help with it. And he, I just keep feeling him tell me, make more, do this, do this, do this. And it's like cycling. It went from making a pet memorial to making a candle to making this sculpture thing to, I mean, it's just, I don't know. So I'm not, I don't believe in going on Facebook. And I'm going to warn Christians about this for many reasons. The devil and the fallen angels want to suck you into things that will destroy you. That is what's, that's why people compromise. So, of course, I was posting, you know, about my business and I saw a post on a local community group and I knew I should not have even responded to it. I knew it off the bat. And those are my dogs howling again, because every time I try to do a podcast, that's what happens. So I was trying to do this. I was talking to my phone, trying to write this post. I was so mad. And of course, the person did give all the information involved in this happening in our town. But it had to do with the Second Amendment and some things that... I got my blood boiling, and that's what spiritual warfare truly is. The demons knew, the fallen angels, whatever you call them, the evil spirits knew that I was going to put this on this page, I was going to see this, and it was going to get me riled up. It had to do with, an an, with animals. And they know me. That is what the enemy does. So I write out this hasty post, and I realize, okay, this is not even spell checked. I need to go back and fix this, make it sound not as psychotic and ask a few questions. Then I realized I did not, I shouldn't even post it. Somehow, as I'm trying to edit it, and then I decide, hey, I'm going to get rid of it, it posts somehow, and I don't know where it went. I can't remember the group. I thought it went to one group. I went there, I couldn't find it. I didn't see anything in my notifications. I went to another group. 
And there were some things I said in this post that could definitely get me thrown off of Facebook. And if that happened, my new business site that I'm trying to build would go down. And unfortunately, without paying for any kind of advertising, there is no other way to promote a business. When I had my fitness studio and was successful, I hate to say it, I used the hell out of Facebook. I paid for advertising. I'll never pay for advertising get on Facebook, but there is absolutely no other way to get any information out and network, even with craft shows or anything. And I realized after I posted this without editing it, first of all, the grammar was terrible. It was just, you could tell I was talking to my phone. I was pissed off. I couldn't find how to delete it. And the first thing the demons put in your head is, you are so stupid, you fucked this up, excuse my language. I can't believe you did this. And I know they're talking to me like this, literally. And what they want to do is make, is to whatever God has good for you, they want to try to destroy. Now, ultimately God, if this is truly God's will for you to do something like he wants me, if I feel he wants me to do his craft shows, do his direction, he's going to work it out. But they're going to sabotage you at every point. And sometimes God allows complete sabotage to teach you a lesson. But there's other reasons why Christians should not be on Facebook. And I wrote about this today. And I keep my Facebook private, meaning nobody can see my friends. Nobody can see what groups I'm following. If that means I can't join a group, oh well. If they ask me why I don't have photos on there, I tell them point blankly. I learned the hard way with my fitness company. People will steal the photos and use them for anything they want. Um, when I was on the dating site to talk about this, people steal people's photos all out and create fake people. There's no way to safeguard them. Even if you put a watermark on it, it can be removed. I'm being very serious. Also, facial recognition. People have pictures of their kids and their grandkids. Do you know anyone can find where you live? People put their real names on Facebook. Change it a little bit. My God. Don't put pictures of your house and your cars and your children, your grandchildren. I don't think you understand the psychoticness and what the devil and his minions can do. We had two incidences where rival people took our pictures and our photos and tried to destroy our business, which is not as bad as someone trying to destroy your life, I guess, personally. But it definitely can happen. They can use those pictures and put them up anywhere. So, you know, if a group says you can't join, oh, well, I can't join. If they don't want me involved in something. And I've told people, you know, point blankly, we don't have our fitness companies and wellness companies on Facebook at all anymore. That was a decision made by the people I contract with because when all this was going on back when, you know, our illustrious leader Biden got in, he put up a number of things about being a veteran and got flagged and all that stuff. He's one of them. He will not, they won't use Facebook at all. Um... We just, like I said, 
close business down. See, you can't be in the world and live right by God. So, you know, one of the things I really respect about these people is they pretty much shut down most of their businesses. And the older, you know, they can do that. But God provides. The more you put yourself out there in these non, in these realms, you're setting yourself up for attack. And that is what happened to me today. I invite you to listen to my um, videos today about numbers and numerology. Things happen by threes and you know patterns. I woke up this morning, three people not following directions to try to get into the business. We had to deal with that. Things happen, as I said in my podcast, by numbers. This is the same kind of thing. When you put yourself out there, if you're a follower of Christ, a true believer, and you believe in what I'm talking about and, and can feel the truth in it. When you go on Facebook, when you go even, I don't care if it's to a church, if you put yourself out there in any kind of volunteer organizations, anything, you are going to have people, whether they know it or not, come against you, and it's going to be a spiritual battle, even if you see just flesh coming at you. I have had things happen like that to me before where I've written something on Facebook in anger and I go to delete it and somehow it gets posted or I can't find the group. I mean, absolutely unbelievable stuff like that. It happens. These entities can manipulate many things. Many, many, many things. And you'd be surprised the sheer multitude of demonic entities that span ancient teachings and that Jesus would have known about by mammon. Mammon was a demon. And people do not realize that. Mammon was a demon. So the keys of Solomon talk about this. And if you go to a typical church, they're going to tell you don't go anywhere, anywhere near this stuff. This is dangerous. What's dangerous is not knowing it. All right, so I'm going to tell you about mammon tonight. All right. Mammon is mentioned in the Bible, in the New Testament, and people think of it to mean wealth, right? It's mentioned in the Gospel of Matthew, the Gospel of Luke. But listen to this, in the Middle Ages, mammon was included in the seven princes of hell. Mammon in Hebrew means money or wealth. In the Vulgate Bible, along with Tertullian, Mammon, the pseudo Ephrata, which is Jerome, these are Jewish apocryphal writings, he's a demon. In Aramaic, he's a demon. In Syriac dialect, he's a demon. He was a Syrian deity, a de god of riches. In Aramaic, he was a god of riches. He was a Canaanite god. Jesus would have known this. This was found in the Dead Sea Scrolls and the Qumran documents. St. Augustine talks about him. In Hebrew, the word Mishnayach Mammon means wealth or money or possessions. 
but it's where your heart is. Okay? Why don't people want to know this? When he's saying you can't love both God and money, it isn't just a love of money. You're he's talking about a, a deity. When I went on that Facebook group and I saw this post about how to do animals and that is my weakness, the demons now to push me. And I write this insane tirade. Now, it, it wasn't completely false. I mean, it had... I put some South Carolina statutes in there. I had to do the Second Amendment. You know, um, we have leash laws. And if an animal is attacking, you can... Sh I love animals, but I will put an animal down and I will kill it. I've done it. Um, but if, unfortunately, if your animal gets out and gets into someone's yard, it gets very muddy. And I know what my heart would do. But in reality, you could wind up in prison the rest of your life if you kill somebody. Um, I'm very honest. I don't, I don't ever want to be in that position. So I make sure I keep my animals in fences. And it was a, it was a little while ago, my dog did get out. And it was a very scary situation with a German Shepherd. And I hate to say it, if one of my dogs got out and they try to attack a dog, I could not fault someone for doing what they had to do. I hate to say it. But in this case, these were small dogs that got out. They were attacked by larger dogs and killed. You know, my question was, though, why would you dogs? It sounded like she knew these other dogs were running around and never called animal control on them. I'm sorry, but if I saw dogs in the street where I was afraid my kids couldn't play outside, two things would happen. First thing, I'm going to call 911 immediately. And if 911 doesn't come out and my child's in the street and that dog is growling and barking at them, I'm going to put that dog down. I'm sorry. That is my right. He's attacking my child. I will go on my... You get on your phone. This is what my lawyer said. And you say, I'm documenting. And take a video of your child, the dog. Go out there with a firearm. Take care of it. Okay? Got leash laws. Now, if it's a chihuahua... You know, I'm, these were large pit bull mixes. I'm not putting down pit bulls, but that's, that's the truth. Okay? I'll never do pit bull rescue again. The most violent dog I've ever met was a Rottweiler I had to put down. I'll never do a Rottweiler again. But I want you to understand that there was a reason I saw this. There was a reason I got so worked up over it. One, I cannot stand when people are irresponsible with their own dogs. Two, people are afraid to put out about the Second Amendment because someone else had said something and they're like, oh, you can't do it. Well, yes, you can. If that dog is in the road or on my property, I'm gonna shoot that dog if it's violent. And I will go, if the owners, and I'm sorry, I don't, I'll call the police and tell them what I did. I'm not gonna confront the owner because then you. So I let myself go down a rabbit hole I should not have. That's a demon. That is a demonic entity that was pushing me. There are demons of anger. And again, these are things people don't real about, realize. So who is a demon of anger? 
don't think it's going to people find interesting. I'm sorry, I was trying to pull something up and it, um, hang on one second. Okay, so in the Keys of Solomon, when he um, goes and he's summoning through magic, and that is why we don't want to mess with magic, because magic does pull up these demons, and people can do magic without even knowing it sometimes, just like what happened there, and that is why with all my heart, I believe Christians need to isolate themselves because when you go on Facebook, you go into, and God somehow will provide. And it's awful to think this way, but it is. And it's a testament of Solomon. Okay. Asmodeus, A-S-M-O-D-E-U-S. He's in the um, Deuterocanical Book of Tobit. And he controls, he reigns over other demons. In fact, he's mentioned in the Quran. Solomon talks about anger. And a lot of the knowledge that we got about what he talks about it came from the demons that he met in the Testament of Solomon. And I apologize. I'm trying to pull this up. Um, and sometimes things just don't go that way when I'm trying to make a podcast. So, since the dawn, as I was saying, of time, anger has been the one, rage has been the one, I don't care if it's Egypt, Mesopotamia, Arabia, it drives people to their actions. And we see that over and over again. Anger is usually the downfall of most people in some ways. That and money and greed. I'm going to give you a couple of the um, couple demons you might think are interesting that you might want to look up. And um, some of them are male, some are female. 
And when these demons come in contact with us, it's purposeful. Why did I go on that site? Why did I allow myself to get that angry? Why did I hit that button? You, you understand? When we do things like that and we are truly following Christ, that's the nature of spiritual warfare. It's not, oh, a button. But I want to give this to you since um, I just pulled up what he sent me, a bunch of the demons, and I just want to put this out to you. Go ahead and do some research on some of these. I think you might find it fascinating. And um, again, the church keeps this from us. But it's interesting. Look up the word goetic. It would be Gulf, Oscar, Echo, Tango, India, Charlie, 72 Goetic Demons who govern 40 infernal legions. And their leader would be A-A-M-O-N. Very similar to Mammon, but Ammon. Okay. He always appears as a fire-breathing wolf with a snake's tail. It's very interesting. Multiple features. And in the book of Revelation, what do those creatures have? Features of different animals. What are we missing? Okay. Ammon is the god of fortune telling. He will tell fortunes of things to come. Whether um, true or false, you decide that. Abaddon or Polyam, we know in the book of Revelation, he's the king of the demon locusts to torment mankind. Abalam is another Christian demon. And um, he's lust and desire. See, when they talk about principalities and hierarchies, this is what they're talking about. So they know how to push our buttons. Not everyone is going to go after the same thing. I'm just going to go quickly through a few of them and give you some more in my next podcast. Um, A, B, E, Z, E, T, H-I-B-O-U is a demon fallen angel described in the Testament of Solomon. He is a follower of Bezalbab and a very important demon of hell. He was actually in um, Egypt and talked about um, through Pharaoh and is written about in Egyptian folklore as well. See, that's the interesting crossing over. I mean, there's so many of them, I can't give you everything tonight, but I just want to give you a few. Um, A-N-D-R-O-M-A-L-I-U-S, Andromalus is a Christian demon. The great Earl of Hell is called. He is with 36 legions of demons at his command. Do you understand how many demons there are? He is he's associated with stealing and thievery. Hidden treasures, dishonesty. Okay. Armorous is a Judaic demon mentioned in the book of Enoch. He has 20 leaders under him, a group of 20. He's part of the Gregory or the Watchers. So many, so many demons are mentioned that people don't realize because it would scare the living hell out of them. Why would we want to be ignorant? Can man not accept this? That's 
That's really what it comes down to. Here's some interesting Barbas. B-A-R-B-A-S is a Christian demon. He's described as a great president of hell governing 36 legions of demons. He teaches hidden secrets. He can heal diseases. He teaches mechanical arts and changes men into other shapes. He often is depicted as a great lion. Very interesting. Just um, a few more that I might want to tell you. Um, Belzebub, Judeo-Christian, okay, Lord of the Flies. And um, he is part of Hell's hierarchy. He's one of the three most um, prominent fallen angels. He's associated with gluttony, which is very interesting, and desires and witchcraft. Then you have Belial. He's into sacrificing. Beleth, who's interesting, he rides a pale horse, which is mentioned in the book of Revelation. I'm going to come back tomorrow and give you the list of these demons. But my point of the podcast tonight was, if you're like me and you're just wrestling and you don't know what God is sending you, you realize all this is happening and you can't change anything. You have to stand true to what you believe in. Because the minute you don't, the demons are going to attack you. And I knew I shouldn't be messing around on Facebook other than to post and find craft shows. Don't get sucked into people's dramas, whether it's Facebook or not, because those demons will consume you. And it's hard enough to fight this battle. And no, you don't lose your salvation that way. If you're saved, you're saved. But I'm going to leave you with this. If you truly believe in something, how do you change day to day? If you're a sheriff that truly says, I believe the Second Amendment is absolute. That's what this man said. Absolute. Several of them said that. No wavering. We will not. We will not. Well, it's not that bad. Who do you think has influenced them to change their mind? I don't care if someone has something on their family, blackmail, or just whispering in their ears. They're getting them. Remember, God did not say that. It isn't that bad. You can compromise a little bit. Shut down your business. Close that church. What would Jesus do? We are in the last of the last days. Everything in the world, YouTube, all this stuff, it doesn't matter. It's very sad because we have begotten the generation that's here now. If I am wrong and the Lord doesn't come back, America is done. The world is pretty much, it's never going to be the same. Something has changed after 2020 and I have met people and we just look, you can feel it. And when people can't, I wonder. You can feel something has changed. People have changed. The world feels different. And the generation today is different than any other generation. It is removed completely. And 
the children being born now are even more removed. So something to think about. Have a good night. Thank you.